Tuesday. I don't know when the last time we actually had a Tap Tuesday was, but I guess everybody took a bit of a break. Um, I'm Tristan. With me today, we have Mr. Pearson. We have Mr. Bancroft. And we have our Disciples Editor, James. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, we've had a ban list since the last podcast. Not much of a ban list. It was a ban list nonetheless. Would you, share their thoughts. would you call this an emergency ban list? Because it was probably the quickest the quickest we've had a ban this turnaround time. In yeah, a, nobody a long saw it time. coming either. I would hope it it's was... an emergency ban list because it's half finished. Mm. <laughs> it, true, yeah. If if this if these hits were included on the last list, I think it would have been like, yeah, last ban list was great. But um, it just feels like I don't know, it doesn't feel like a proper ban list. It's it's so like it's all feels very behind. Like because Mystic Mine didn't feel like a problem last format. It was actually like a good card for the format last format, right? Because it was like a way to answer Abyss Dweller in the Tier Shizu mirror. Like I didn't play very much of that deck, but yep. it seemed like uh, everybody that played that card felt like they had an edge because they yep. figured that it was good. Yeah, and then everyone sort of coalesced around the whole we have to play Heartbeat and now we are never gonna bait ourselves into not having the Shizu shuffle in pop with field spell anymore. Like we're not gonna be greedy with it. And then they just banned it so you don't need to worry about it anymore. <laughs> So, and yeah, then like forced you to have a floodgate, like a main yeah. floodgate out as well, which is like, which seemed good. And then they put orange light to one as well. So now you've got even less ways to deal with dweller. It's uh, just baffled. I think yeah, I do understand. The whole list just seemed way too delayed, and Harold didn't need to go to one, in my opinion. I don't think they needed to hit that card to one. Definitely I don't think it was not. good enough. I mean, so okay, so didn't play it. I understand where you're coming from, but I think this is a list. Like a couple of years down the line, we're going to look back and think, okay, this is a good list because they've had two cards, which are both problem cards. Like I know Mystic Mind was good with that format, but overall, like the card needs to be banned. <clears throat> I'm curious, like extra extra deck tutors from the main deck are always going to be broken. Yeah. Like, like everyone it, has like a time limit, right? <laughs> yeah. Like sure, it, it, sure. it, it was obviously something that was gonna continually rear its head as an issue, and like it started in Danger FTK, right? And then, you know, there was nothing to properly break with it, and then Tears just broke it again. My yeah, the card was like definitely not future proof at all. So like you're definitely right in saying that these are good hits. They were just timed very weirdly. Timed very badly. I think my biggest yeah. issue with cards like Curious is they almost prevent card design. Like, Konami is limited in what they can graveyard effects they can print whilst the card is, like, curious is around. Mm. Like, they can't also print... limited in, like, like... They can't print archetypes that have, like, different types in the same attribute because then yeah. they just make curious. <laughs> I'd much rather a card like curious get banned than us not get cool card design. Yeah, yeah for sure. I think that's, like, most players' consensus on, yeah. like, banning cards like that. Like, help. Like... You yeah. want really cool tuners in the game, but you, you don't get them if Halk exists. <laughs> I mean, how many did they ban for Halk? There was, what, three or four on the list at one point? Oh, it's an unreal amount. I think more, right? Like, it was a lot. There did was so many... Orion, uh, Glock Bulb, but that kind of deserved it anyway. Yeah. Jet Synchron. Yeah. Steam. Steam, Steam was one. Destrudo sort of, yeah. Destrudo's a bit of a naughty boy anyway. But... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there are a lot of weird cards that, and like those cards have come back and done literally nothing. Like mm. a lot of them, it, ju it just goes to show that like, yeah. eating around the bush for cards that are just broken, like is is a waste of time. Yeah, I, I, think I get the why only... they do it sometimes. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say the only bad, like, objectively bad part about this list for me is die fi and macro coming to free. Because I think those cards are far unhealthier than mine. Because if this is a like going first floodgate, like that's a problem. Like, you... mm. like nothing beats like engine, like with that engine negate plus a floodgate. Like it's it's impossible to win. I like do like the Mystical like... Fisher. 
because that yeah. that feels like a sort so, some sort of out for tier going second. Like, I, I yeah, can get yeah, behind dimensional Fisher. I can get behind about a bit. Macros too far. I mean, Metaverse is also like a horrible thing to come back to three. Oh yeah. Like, I, get, yeah. I get like why they feel like it's safe because Mystic Mine is gone, but yeah. like Necro Valley is like absurd. Like yeah. Spellcats, uh, Secret Village is absurd. Like, like they they literally took three cards that were limited, and boosted the floodgates from three to nine in one ban list after getting rid of Mystic Mine. It's also the fact that now that Metaverse is at three, you can trap trick it. Mm. Yes, yeah. which is huge. Yeah, because you can now play free trap trick to Metaverse and like. I don't know, two artifact sanctum in your side deck and then just side mm. five cards for you know. Yes. Um, very very questionable decision. Yeah. And then the other I, stuff is like I mean like recital styling, probably a card that shouldn't exist at two, really. Well you think it should be at one or you think it should be at three? I mean it makes a difference. like two or three yeah. doesn't matter, but I feel yeah. like it, it is a card that should just be at one. No, it's a two. Go burn. That deck's like, so good now. I don't know if it's good. I, I, I mean, guess. I guess if you as well, like, I mean, yeah, like they got, they got some really good consistency boosts, but I don't know. Like, it being a, like if Bird was going to be good, it was going to be good with one recital anyway, right? I don't think Probably. so. No, yeah, I, I, think, I so. think two recitals like a big thing. Two but... makes a bit of a difference. I guess. I guess that deck is never really unfair. It doesn't put up a floodgate, really. Well, not anymore. Like, but no. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I, I think you could if you really, really, really wanted to. Like, yeah, really I mean, wanted that, to. That, that, that can technically FTK, but I don't know if it yeah. could do that. But I mean, you could, probably you could do still... That one recital styling anyway. Yeah, I, I, I think if you really wanted to, you just charade search barrier statue, and then... That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's charade do that. Really I, think, I think you could probably <laughs> do something similar to that in every deck if you tried hard enough, though. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I guess. I mean, I, d I don't think it's going to be relevant, especially for a, like, yeah. like it's never going to beat tier probably. No. Can't make it's, it well. So how it, is it, it going to win? It's not going to beat tier, and it's not going to beat the shifter decks, which yeah. I, it, from from this list it looks like Konami either wants you to play shifter, play the shifter floodgates, play Ptolemyus to go into a shifter, or you play a tier that has no orange light to now out answer that kind of stuff. My my main hope with recital styling coming to two is that someone like Bancroft will enter a YCS and knock out all the flow players early, so that I don't have to play them late into the tournament. Flu is for buying. They have, they have like the whole engine into going summon statue. You lose. <laughs> Wobbler. <laughs> I have a win. <laughs> I guess that's the other card that like came off is Ptolemyus. That that seemed like when that card got banned, it was banned because it made an Omni negate, and that was it. <laughs> But but now like the the only scary part about it is that it can skip your turn. But I don't I don't think anybody's figured out like a consistent yeah. way to do it. But diamond's good. Diamond's good. Diamond, diamond is very good at the moment. So I I thought this I had this thought when it initially uh -huh. came off. But when is it ever better than Dweller? Uh, it's, it's not. not like... Yeah, exa exactly. So like if they ban Dweller, then it's a cool card because it takes yeah, it three funny. extra deck slots yeah. to make a card that is worse than Dweller. I think it's, it's funny, I think it's I better it's than Dweller in decks that aren't tier. And don't don't true, don't get affected by, by I think it. the only time it's better than Dweller is if you make it blind and your opponent happens to be on sprite because then it can negate Gigantic's effect. That's the only way it's ever better. And against fucking Travagate Lyrilosk when we tested. And I went <laughs> Fractal Effect and he chained the Diamond. I was like, wait. <laughs> Crystal Beast is just negate, 2 OP. Negate the Shurag as well. That's crazy. Uh, mm. Look, if Crystal Beast can make Diamond and Zombie World and an Omni Negate and two bounces, then you're chilling. And that's funny. I, I saw that list. My initial thought was it's a 2.5 list. That's not a real <laughs> deck, is it? All I'm saying is I won a Locals with it. And then I went to 2.5, and I went 3-2 with it, and I didn't top. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean, that's a meta call, I guess. <laughs> that must mean you beat Tio with it. That's pretty much it, yeah. It's just a tier killer. Yeah. yeah I don't, I don't, this ban list obviously doesn't have like a big effect on the, the meta at all, like no, in regards to what decks get played. It's just sort of how they get played. Uh, it, it feels like 
someone's throwing something at the legs and it doesn't actually trip them up. It's <laughs> some feathers at Tia's legs. Yeah. <laughs> Fall. I love the analogies. Just give him Floanderese for free die fight and macros mm. to side in and that's it. It's so, so strange. Like like the Tia mirror literally just looks like like I watched a DB grinder video and it was for like three hundred dollar tournament finals, Tia versus Tia. It was literally the player who went first made Dweller the, and they won. And then it just happened three games in a row. It's like, wow, awesome. really, really <laughs> cool. sad because outside of Dweller, that is the most skillful mirror I can think of for like quite a while. Like it rewards your knowledge of like micro interactions and the matchup and like what you can do that the opponent maybe hasn't thought of. Like your practice with that deck is so rewarding, except for Dweller. Yeah. Yeah. But then mine fixed that, so just if they were banning mine, they should have banned Dweller. Oh, I don't know if mine fixed it. I think if Dweller fixed was banned, this I, I think this list is very good. Yeah. For like what's needed at the moment, but it, it always... they're gonna they're gonna ban Dweller in a format where Dweller didn't need to get banned. That's exactly yeah. what's. But but then in hindsight, like a few years down the line, we're all gonna be thankful that oh thank God they banned Dweller. This format would be unbearable with it. People are gonna be like, remember when Dweller was legal? A generic rank four floodgate. Yeah. I mean, I'm shocked it's still legal. Like, we were talking about it being banned in TOS format. That was three mm. years ago. Uh-huh. It's not even just a floodgate. It's a one-sided floodgate as well. Mm. Yeah. It's, 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 it's such an absurd it, card. It, it feels so it. unfair to just dweller someone and then have this mill too. It's, Shockmaster it's is more disgusting. fair than dweller at this point, right? If you Shockmaster <laughs> call monsters... You, monsters. You yeah, like you, you, but also, if you Shockmaster call monsters, you're also locked out of monster effects. Yeah, and you also have to it's get three level fours on the field to be able to do that. Yeah, I don't know. What a what a weird card. And Shockmaster also, from what I remember, isn't a quick effect. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. <laughs> you have to commit to doing it on your turn, hoping. And if it gets impermed, that's it. It's, it's, yeah, bizarre. I can't um, believe they brought Tanky to... back to free. Oh, it's fine. Tanky's fine. I'm said fucking there. It was it two, right? Tiger. What, what was it? What was it? No, is it, it one? Two, yeah. Three? Was no, it, it was one? a two. It from it one definitely to two, three. I think. Yep. Oh, yeah, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, so li literally, who cares? That's why I was surprised. I thought it went <laughs> from one to three, and I was surprised that they actually made that leap over the seminar. Wow. Ptolemyus was banned from three. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's one of those that like, is anyone ever going to play it at more than one? Well, obviously not. But the ten and players. Shooting riser kind of thing. Like it's not, they don't normally do that, do they? What? Well, go from, from, band to, from band to three? Uh, they do sometimes. Uh, tribe infecting virus didn't get errated and went to three straight away. When the um, card's really shit, they just go up to three. <laughs> yeah, it's not so. even like really shit. I just don't think it's strong enough in what we're currently that's, dealing with. That's also, like, but Tolmeyer is also not a very future proof card. Because what if they no. just make a really good rank five by accident? Yeah. Yeah, but like I reckon, if Ptolemyus was legal in like Nats format, that would have like changed quite a bit. But now it just what feels so long ago. I can't even think about what, what was good then. Uh, Nats was so long ago. Played sword saw. <laughs> Fair decks are not very good. <laughs> <laughs> I will summon Moyi. Summon one synchro monster and pass. <laughs> You get a draw and a search off the Synchro Monster, mm. so... I mean, yeah, but that's all your turn will ever be. Yeah, true. <laughs> Sometimes you drew long one. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you searched it and got nibbed. It's true, yeah, that, that does happen. But uh, on the topic of... I don't know, I was going to say on the topic of Dweller, but we've gone past Dweller now. In any case, uh, we do have new product in December, believe it or not. Very very forgettable, um, but I thought I thought this deck was going to be really good until we got this floodgate ban list, and that was Dark World, because um, those cards read like custom cards, like mm. all of them, all of the new ones. Is that because they're worded it, so badly, the old ones? No, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're, they're not I, as bad I, as like, less the text old on the new ones. ones. Yeah, I, I never thought ones. having to do nested if statements at work would help with reading Dark World's cards. <laughs> but it, it really did. And 
a uh, niche uh, reference. Yeah. <laughs> but to me, you said, it's the like shift, well, D Fisher grim. And not only that, but Kelbeck's like really good into it because you can just use it at pretty much any point and just mm. out stuff. Yeah, it's true. But... It's a very fun deck though. Like mm. the interactions are broken. Like the the dark um the dartboard field spell searcher is just insane. It's just a plus that is, one. That card is crazy good. Yeah. Crazy. Like it's not even once per turn, like the discard effect. And neither and is uh, you know the gates. interaction. Yeah. yeah. Gates of the Dark World is not once per turn either. So it's you not, couldn't just loop them. Not a hard one. Not a hard yeah. one. Not a hard one's per turn. Yeah. It is a once per turn per copy, otherwise yeah, that would copy. be legitimately crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It, and a, it reads as a deck that just yeah. should go absolutely mental in 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 TCG. Um, huh. Obviously, because of the maxi factor, but you just read the cards and it should just be like, the Americans should just go nuts for a combo deck with it. But, I played against it twice on DB so far. Once they bricked and it didn't matter. And then uh, I played against Escrow, who is known for playing Mermail, so mm -hmm. it was no surprise he was playing the other hand of the deck. And like he just he just kept summoning cards. Like, one game I made Duella, so it didn't matter. But the other games, he just, it felt like he went from, like, three cards to, like, 20. And then I died. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you, like, use four interrupts against the deck. They have three cards left, and they go summon. I'll bounce to summon from Grave, and I'll bounce to summon from Grave. Which allows me to get a plus two, and do it again. Yeah. Yeah, it does a lot. The, the fusion spell is crazy, because it just it discards, which obviously makes sense, but it's, like, crazy good. And then it also discards to add itself back, which is also really good. Yeah. Uh, what, what I think is pretty cool is that Tyr can also make the Dark World thing by just playing a King of the Swamp, which a lot of them were doing like prior to Ashizu anyway. Yeah, but, which is yeah, cool. Get, like, the millennium and mm. then it's the Dark World fusion is then a semi-negate and then also can trigger your tier monsters mm. in your opponent's and turn. It's, yeah. to be honest, given uh, King of the Swamp doesn't send a graveyard for cost, it's discard, right? I think, yeah, I think it's, it's discard. I think it's discard. So, I mean, you have a Guardian Chimera threat in that deck. So, I mean, it could uh -huh. genuinely be something to look at. What, in a Dark World? No, in like regular tier. Literally just playing the Dark World fusion, playing King of the Swamp, Guardian, and then fusing. Yeah, I don't know. It's like an engine that people were considering like to replace the Brandon High Spirits engine for a while, mm. like King of the Swamp and Poly. For, the, for like the Guardian Chimera thing, because some decks just get bodied by it. Yeah, actually bodied. But like, I don't think it solves any of the like key issues of the deck. But no, probably not. I think maybe it's something like, if they end on Dweller, and you go Chimera for Poly, sorry, like King King for Poly and Poly, maybe there's something there. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, the dark the dark old stuff is very cool. I feel like that's going to be a deck that is like unrefined for a very long time and then someone is going to figure out a crazy combo and top a YCS with it or like win a YCS with it because it's it's definitely got the potential like if if Dweller gets like faded out of the format and like the shift there's an answer to shifter somehow in that yeah. deck then that deck could be really really I, good I, do I, so I much. play under Dweller as well kind of hmm. yeah because Graffer and the new one don't activate yeah they don't trigger I'm coping that we get another list before Leon we do have, you know, two months possible. I'm coping, but I mean, if they do just give us a nuke list before Leon, I, don't know. I think Dark World's one of Dark World's best plays with the new structure deck is the hand loop as well. And if you're hand looping in a in a format where half of the room is tier with shufflers that can shuffle back all the cards that someone from Grave and tiers that trigger, it can mm -hmm. be a bit grim. Yeah. The way this Dark World hand loops is that the silver shuffles them back into deck. Oh, yeah, really? It, I thought it, it discarded on the bottom of the deck. Oh, well, okay, maybe, okay. yeah. But like, it, it takes exactly two cards from their hand to the bottom of the deck. Not, oh, like, not only one card, it takes two cards. Yeah. Like, Jesus. even going second, that, that is like really difficult to beat because like, mm. they have like the fusion and then silver in hand. And so, if you activate any effect, any monster effect or a normal spell or trap, they can just trigger silver and put two cards from your hand into the deck. It's so broken. It's like, okay, so you negated my guy and then you had me for two. What? Sorry? <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, exactly. It, it's something that I reckon as soon as the format slows down a little and that they just a hard hit tier and ban shifter, please, that, that deck's going to probably be really good. I think it, yeah, definitely could.
Like, but it's one of those decks where you have to play like a ton of engine not to grip. Then you don't get to play a lot of non-engine. Like the mirror is probably really, really hard to like actually win going second. And then, like if there's other combo decks, you're just kind of die rolling into them. But I don't know. Like dangers are notoriously very good for just going second anyway, and dangers are obviously good with dark roads. Yeah, Pretty much all unlimited at this point, right? Or is Nessie still? I think it's, it's it's just Snake and Jackalope at one, right? Yeah. yeah. They're the only hits. I think uh, I really wanted to play the stretch deck event for this for this deck though, and I couldn't get around to doing it because that looked like a lot of fun. And as someone who played the original structure deck, I wanted to just redo it all over again when Dark World was meta. Yeah, it seems like it would have been a lot of fun. Like activate Dark World dealings would have been stressed. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I am not activating that card. Are you good? Oh, <laughs> What if you what if you just bricked? What are you gonna do? Just do nothing and hope that they do. Yeah. Well, no, they, the fact that it's like 90% engine, they're they're gonna have opened at least a danger at uh, yeah. No yes, way. Yeah. Draw this card silver effect. <laughs> 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 you actually have two cards after five if you do that. <laughs> it's quite funny. I think, surprisingly, I went back and read the old Dark World cards. I'm not sure how else they could have worded them. Because the way that the new ones are written is... Yeah, bullet points. Broken. Yeah, they should have written them like the OCG, but yeah. in the TCG, if they had written them as then effects, then certain effects wouldn't have had to target. True, yeah. So it's really, it would have been really hard for the TCG to have written them any other way, which is quite interesting. Yeah, I see what you mean, yeah. You, you wouldn't be able to do, then, like, target something, destroy it, then target something again. Yeah. And, yeah, it's a good point. I really wish we had the bullet point thing in TCG. Mm. It makes it reading so, much, so much easier. It's a lot. The time is so small. Please break it down. Anytime we get new, new card effects from OCG and everything's a bullet point, so I'm like, oh, okay. I think one of the things I really envy about other card games is more keywords as well. I think keywords yeah. or like, like before when yeah. banish and piercing and graveyard were written differently or quick effect and that, I mean they've all improved the game and text quite a lot. Yeah, I don't think it's possible new here though. I think yeah, too in, much in, of a of a groundwork is there. In, in stuff like magic, cards do like it's move this to this. But in Yu-Gi-Oh, it's do this and then do this and then all this. Like it would be, I think I don't think it can be simplified a huge amount more. Not anymore. No, the, the card game's too deep into it. If they gave us a word for banish face down, that'd be what, like banish face down. <laughs> no, well, if they, like you know how they gave piercing for like uh, inflict battle damage. Oh, but I see. That's yeah. just an yeah. example of you know a potential simplification. Vanish. Which one is your vanish pile? Your vanish pile? <laughs> this is this is this is my vanish pile one from the Diablos. This is vanish pile two from. <laughs> I do, I do, I did wish that Konami would actually give us an official vanish zone, because oh, sometimes geez. it gets too out of control. They are quite picky about where you have it on stream. Yeah, but. but it, I guess if semi-officially, it's to the right of the graveyard, but it may as well just be anywhere near the graveyard. That, that like makes it makes so little sense because if you're at a tournament and you're like shoulder to shoulder with people, and your banish pile is supposed to be off your map, yeah. So my banish pile is going in my opponent's field zone. <laughs> That's what's happening. <laughs> Imagine you're just playing, and when someone next to you just like puts like fucking graph in your field zone, like what? Excuse me. I'd... I had someone at uh, Dortmund, they found out their banished pile and put it into my map. And like, not a little bit, but two zones into my map. The field spell <laughs> zone and the first monster zone next to it. And I was mid-game, it was my turn. I was like, uh, no, push them off. But like... <laughs> the absolute audacity. I think you it's... You just and be like, well, I'll tackle this graph. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just weird that they're so like anal about how the field has to look when you're at tournaments like your deck has to go in a certain zone your graveyard here and then for banish pile it's just 
wherever you have room. I've, I've definitely played against people before, or I've seen videos, where people will just turn the cards sideways in their grave yeah. and say that they banish pile. I'm like, huh? <laughs> what, do you, yeah. what do you mean? They're still in the graveyard. <laughs> in, in pretty much every single OCG uh, replay that I watch, when I try to learn a deck, like, about half of them, they'll do that, and it drives me insane. It's, it's crazy. Or, like, when people yeah, put them, crazy. like, horizontally, but at the bottom of their map closest to them, I'm like, I, I don't trust that those cards no. are going to stay there. There's no way. Yeah, but if you put them in the middle, like, I put them to the right of the uh, right extra monster zone, for example, and then my opponent will start banishing cards and put them on top of mine. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that happens at least once every event. So, like, why, can't so it, why can't it just be above the grave? Why does it have to be to the right of the grave, off the map, where yeah. there is no, there's no map yeah. there anymore? I just go above the grave, and then I tilt it 90 degrees. Yeah, that's, huh? yeah that's, exa that's exactly what I do. Sideways, like, above the grave. Yeah. But then you do get people, like Sam said, who just do the exact same, but opposite, and then just put them on top <laughs> yeah. of your banish file, and it's just... Yeah. Or like it's when, not when the game... We just share the a banish game, <laughs> game starts, and they put it on to the on their left extra monster zone, and I go to put it there, and I'm like, oh shit, now I've got to put it on the left. Yeah. And I've got to remember that this one is my one for some <laughs> reason, and this one is, like, why, okay. why have you put it so far away? I think I'm a dickhead, because that's never happened to me. I just move my opponents and put it there. <laughs> I am designating your banish soon. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, this is what I'm putting my banish <laughs> Now, the funniest one is when you're, like, playing a game, and your opponent has, like, three separate banish zones. Because <laughs> they just banish and put it yeah, there, and banish yeah. and put it there, banish yeah, yeah. and put it there. They're, like, banish for desires and then forget about it, and then, like, they get yeah. called by and they put it to the right of the grave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Hang on, what? One I, I kept that myself. One I kept doing was I'd split. Uh, if someone D shifted me, I'd put my banished just below or above my graveyard, and then if I was activating a Shizu cards, I'd always put them closer to me, like uh, under the deck, and then like halfway through the game, I'd be like, oh, I've just got two banished cards. <laughs> I, just, I, got two banished cards I, I love, I love it when like, <laughs> you're, like you like desires twice, so your banished zone is as big as your deck. And then someone goes to shuffle it and then cut it and pass it back to you. I'm like, no, no, wait, that wasn't my deck. <laughs> That's a bad <laughs> That's a judge call. Yeah. Oh. We did yeah. get more product other than Dark World, though. We got, we... what is it, Crystal, Crystal's Revenge? Battles of Legends? Right? That was a few weeks ago, wasn't it? But yeah, yeah but we, was... we, we've been on break. Yeah. Um, but there's yeah. also. Nothing relevant in that structure in that set, right? Um, there's a the lot of starlights, they, uh, a lot of starlights, a lot of starlights, uh, some decent reprints as well. Uh, but good editing, but Mavens was just so much better for reprints, yeah. It was a sick set, the talents, storm. I need both of those cards, it was <laughs> broken, very, very good set. Yeah, like the, the Crystal Beast one feels like more of a collector set, but purely because of the Starlights. Mm. I don't know why else you would be buying that set. Well, it's just Edison, Starlights, and then I guess it went with the Crystal Beast structure deck, right? A lot of Edison reprints. I mean, it's fine, right? Like, not every set needs to be meta relevant. Mm. No. Yes, yeah, true. Otherwise, it end up I love, like, more old reprint yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, reprinting, like... I want them to do a band set. Like, just every card that's on the band list gets reprinted. Well, I... That's they did great that for LCKC a few years ago, and that was a that set did very very well. Like the seal prices yeah. for that set is very I, high. I bought a lot of that set. <laughs> that set was amazing. Mm. Like imagine a chance to print like I don't know, like a Starlight Trap Dust shoot. Maybe not that card in particular, but you know what I mean. Like yeah, yeah, they could yeah, give like so many cool old cards, Ring of like really nice rarities. Yeah. Yeah. They, could, they could even bring back Ultimate Rare for something like that, honestly, and it'd probably sell so well. Well, I think that might genuinely be the way they go about things because they're pushing this uh, Time Wizard stuff at events really well. And yeah. they gave, obviously, Vayu a secret referencing. I mean, it's like Ulti in the past, but secrets mm -hmm. people can prefer. Um, it, I don't think, given they print Speed Jewel tournament packs, that it's outside the realm of possibility. They, do that's, start doing that's that. true. Oh, a time wizard tournament pack would be so cool. It'd be so, oh, so cool. Or imagine, and like imagine if they had like the the format on the pack, like it mm. wasn't just a wasn't yeah. just a generic time wizard pack, but it's a time wizard yeah. pack for the format you're playing. Yeah, I think they'd have to cycle it because I don't think they do like five different time wizard 
OTS packs. But I reckon no, if they like, did like, oh, this idea. quarter you've got an Edison ulti, or there's a different kind of era ulti in each one, that'd be really, really Or they just really do like the standard OTS thing and put one ulti for each of the three yeah, top formats or something yeah. like that. So that'd be like, really, really cool. Imagine getting ulti goat cards. I mean, we got that in Jordan's pack Kyber, but imagine ulti oppression. Yeah. Yeah. Like they could oh. do like like ulti BLS, ulti oppression, and ulti tango. Oh. That would be in that'd be so insane. More ulti plant cards I, would be I feel, very nice. I feel like the the worry that some people have about like a like an old reprint set is that it isn't relevant, but like it's so, it's so collectible anyway. Like any yeah. old cards that yeah. get reprinted would be like, especially like you said, like because Time Wizard is getting so supported now, they they have That's to be great. leading up to like a Time Wizard YCS or something. Like some oh, that, big event. That would be amazing. Can, can you imagine it? If they did a Goat YCS, like I would enter, and I don't like Goat, yeah. I would still enter. It sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I would get back into Goat just to enter a Goat YCS. I think it'd be really cool if they just did a Time Wizard event. So not like a single uh, format, just a two-day event where they just run loads of side events or loads of, you know, big events, like regional level events, but for each format. Because there's definitely the market for it. I remember about a year ago, there was a Goat Nationals, which were obviously not really official Goat Nationals, but they it there were was... so many people that wanted to go that they had to get a second venue um to just deal with the additional demand which, which was, event you talking about because i think uh, i went to this event yeah you did i think it was, initially it was going to be at uh, like i think it was at sneak but then oh they yeah, moved no, to yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so, so moved to darkstair which is a yeah. huge venue yes yeah. and there was like uh, 70 people it, it wasn't that well like you know but, but, but like people I, traveled for it there was french people there there was italian people there if, like, if that was a officially sanctioned konami backed open for example like they they mm. dip their toes in the water and they say, yeah, we'll put 250 tickets up for Goat or Edison or Plant yeah. or Tengu, whatever it is. People will turn up for it. Maybe not if Cyber Dragon's legal, but people have no, no. people have spoken about like doing like UK Edison tournaments, and people from America have said, yeah, I would definitely go to that. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. Especially not, if, like, like I said, if they did made it like official and they made like product for that event, like even even a mat, like people yeah. love mats. Well, they did the like, mat for like Edison. Old. Yeah, they mm. did light and darkness. Oh, did they? Right? Yeah, they did but, a lightning a light and darkness yeah. dragon mat. There, there have been a few of the other guys that have been like added in, but in, like big Facebook group chats like Jim Wagging, where they've said, "When are you guys going to start hosting an Edison tournament?" I'm pretty sure I saw that a few a week or so mm. ago. So there's obviously the demand for it. I know Mike's done an Edison tournament in the past, but I think he got screwed by train issues. But there's no, definitely... He, Mike's done loads of Edison tournaments. Mm -hmm. I think they average like 30, 40 people each time, which is like a normal locals. Mm -hmm. Pretty good. For a Time Wizard oh. format, yeah. Where not everyone... For a normal locals, everyone has a deck for that, but not everyone has a, yeah. an Edison deck. Yeah, like so. when you say time wizard format it sounds like it's just one format but like mm -hmm. that is a specific format within time wizard as a format yeah so like it's it's even more niche and for it to be as popular as it yeah. is is like crazy good yeah there's only like three main time wizard formats right it's like go edison and plant am yeah. i correct yeah those are the only three that have been supported yeah. so far i, I, I reckon dragon the... rollers would start getting like people will start going for that I, would... I don't think casual people would like to play it though would they i agree like, i think time wizard I think... is like yeah Sorry, as you said. I think the reason people like the timers of forms they have now is that they can play almost any deck from that format. Mm. You can play like, like you, you have like random like plant cards or you have like random agent cards or you have random whatever cards, like worm cards, you could just play that format. Like your deck is mm. gonna be viable regardless. I but think... like if you if they did like a dragon ruler format, then you have to have dragon ruler cards or spellbook cards or you don't get to play yeah. basically. I think the next best one that I can think of off the top of my head is like hat format, like pre yeah, format. Yeah, I think hat, hat big format would hat. be really good. I mean, Until yeah. you find out like infinity is a deck. There are a lot of like unexplored formats as well, because like obviously goat format has been around for I don't even know what like twenty years at this point. So like people have put a lot of time into figuring out the best decks and that is still like on a cycle of like this this deck is good at the moment and then it's no longer good in a few months mm. from now yeah. edison is slowly getting to a point where it's getting more and more refined i don't know how refined yeah. tangy plant format is really but like, like imagine a hat format where i know that that's one of the more more popular formats on like retro 
format discords, but like, having like a ton of people turn up with like different decks from that format because there are tons. Like, Sylvan, absolutely... Gigia, Hat, Infernity, Lightsworn. It's a bit too close to Hat, but I think the format just before Hat is like leagues better than Hat because there's no Soul Charge. Yeah, I think Soul Charge is what makes that format like kind of frustrating as a player yeah. going into that format. Yeah. Then it, yeah, but then it's no longer hat, right? Because it doesn't yeah, have the, the hands. There's no hands. Yeah. Yeah. There's a it's lot that. Hat. There's a lot that we'd like Konami to do with, uh, you know, how they run tournaments. But uh, I think another thing that uh, I think I probably discussed with Barney at some point was that, like, if they did old format tournaments, they could reprint like, if they did like a big goat format tournament. They could just reprint the winner's deck from that nationals as like a as like a standalone structure deck that you can buy. That'd be so sick. Like, they do that in Pokemon, right? Yeah. Like, they, and they yeah. could do that for like every time wizard event they do, and then they could do it for like once if someone wins one of their big events, they could do a modern reprint of like someone who won the twenty twenty three goat nationals. They just reprint that person's deck, and that is like infinite like content that they could just mm. like reprint and like. It's infinite. Yeah. Until even that becomes a thing, and then sorry, and then someone boosts someone to win with Enius in their deck. Enius <laughs> <laughs> is going to be relevant next format, so everyone's still it. Actually, it's so funny. <laughs> well, yeah, it's the best option <laughs> in a bad option. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what else is there to talk about? Why is Leon? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty much everyone's going to different. it. Yeah. All the tickets are sold out for it now. Mm-hmm. They sold out very fast. Get... I mean, like, yeah, we got a YCS announced like three yeah. months in advance for once. Yeah, no. <laughs> three months in advance. Let's go. This is <laughs> really, for celebration, really. guys. Thank, thank you good. very much, Konami. Yeah, thank you. Yes, yeah, it's, it's such a huge change, and like knowing. I mean, we obviously don't know if there's going to be a ban list or not, but at least we know that. Like, we know the date now, so we know then. We can plan everything around it. We know what set is going to be out, so we kind of know what to test. So yeah. I guess we don't know TCG exclusives, and then the set doesn't come out until the uh, Thursday before uh, the YCS. Yeah, we've got we've got I more think... golden shower archetypes. It's amazing. <laughs> True. Yeah, the pride archetype, right? The pride. <laughs> it's going to be a bit scuffed because I think some of us are flying out on Thursday, and yeah, if we need cards for the event, it could be honestly. Uh, I don't think Third and Hypernova is that impactful in the set. Yeah, I don't think it's, there's anything from that set that you like desperately need to play the yeah. format. It's also a main set, which means it's actually released a week earlier. So you have three, four, five days to oh, yeah, true. That's a good point. let oh, yourself yeah, yeah. be gouged. But yeah. you know, it's not like the manic rush that you know Ishizu was, was yeah. for, uh, for the pass a lot. That's true. That makes a big difference. Not just the pass a lot for Dortmund as well, because we had Royal Mail strikes. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't know when I was getting my core, and then they all cancelled them. I sent Dylan halfway across London to go grab them on a when Thursday night, and uh, and then they cancelled all the strikes. So what's actually in Photon Hypernova that's relevant? Like it's the Cash Tira stuff that seems um, yeah. the most relevant, right? Yeah. Cash Tira stuff. I'm, I'm not read a lot. Yeah, I, I got told that there was a B Tech Hadness, but yeah, uh-huh. it's called Tialaman's Cash Tira. Which is so confusing because the deck is Kashira to Element, and then yeah. you have a card that is literally just the two archetype names. Just <laughs> they've done that before, right? Like a yeah. is like a, Infernity uh, Archfiend, like a Drytron yeah. Sark deck or something. Yeah, Crusadia Crawler and um, Mech Knight Crusadia Avramax. The most searchable card of them all is the uh, Odd Eyes Performer Power Synchron, yeah. or whatever That's it is. That's literally free. Yeah, free. It's <laughs> quite funny. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, that the, those decks seem kind of cool. Although from what I've heard, Kashira is like just another flu on Rui's deck. No, yeah. I'm I'm the biggest hater of Kashira. I think the deck is so shit. I'll be I haven't honest. I haven't like watched a lot of people play because I've been playing on DB more than like testing for Photon Hypernova. But like people are still playing Kashira on DB, and yeah. yeah, the deck just seems like so such a weird gimmick deck. I mean, it you, does you, nothing. You look at it in the, in, through the lens of OCG, and it started seeing a bit of play initially, and then Tier got like spanked on the list, and then Tier is still the best deck by a mile. Yeah, exactly. Like, 
I don't see how it can compete here. Yeah. Unless there's a ban list. Unless there's yeah, another exactly. ban list. Or uh, then we, we underestimate just how strong tanky macro is. <laughs> or they get a TCG exclusive card that just like Garura. Oh, I'd love for the, the us to start getting TCG exclusive archetype cards like Charge and Gateway and cards like that. I would I'd love it if we started getting them again. Wind Up Shark was well, a big one as well, right? It was. was. Exclusive. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really interesting. Um, like the the downside then is you can't prepare for it until you're randomly told about a TCG exclusive. Skill issue. Like it's literally <laughs> like the adaptability of the players like on short yeah. notice. I do uh, like that. I, agree. I do like that about a full art. Yeah, I love it. I think we've discussed it before. That like that's like a really good part of being part of a like a big mm. and a really well-rounded team is that when something very sudden happens, like a ban list before an event, you can very quickly figure out and test yeah. multiple different options, mm. like very efficiently. Yeah. Um, like, but for like TV, a like a casual just, player, that I must just, be so frustrating. Sorry, go on. Yeah. 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 Like I me, say from my perspective, I just look at player better than me. I ask for opinion, they say yes, and then I take it to deck building, <laughs> and then I go through it. Yeah. It's very simple. Yeah, like I, I think the um, the way we're all set up really paid dividends for Pasta in particular. And from some of the comments on the deck profile that we did, they it did come through that you know having a massive pool of players to just bounce ideas with really did like help a lot. Yeah, so, I mean, I took the list to Dortmund, and I think it was just miles better than any other list I played. I won all of my mirrors apart from one where I lost in time. I think it was just. Miles better than every other tier element mm. list there. I just very wasn't different. a good enough player. <laughs> <laughs> you did it was great. Well, you got having to be good is the hardest part about the game. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd love, I'd love for some like PCG exclusive like type cards, and then the Garua is like such a huge TCG mm. exclusive that we got all that, like it, it made the deck so much better than it was in OCG. Like that card is. The weirdest generic card they printed in like a long time. It feels like I'm so happy they printed it. The card is insane. Yeah, I love cards that like differentiate OCG to TCG. Like, yeah, n not necessarily drastically, but like it actually has an impact. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It just makes like a like like a minor tweak of like what they like what the deck can do. Yeah, exactly. It like makes like other cards better than they would be in OCG. Like Super Poly in the TCG is way better than it is in OCG. I they're, they're definitely trying it. Like, they're giving us, like, generic extra deck cards. Like, Pit Knight is a minor example that was being played in Runic Sprite. Right? I love that card. I yeah, like... I forget that that's a TCG exclusive. Yeah. But, like, if if they keep giving us cards like that that do force us to start thinking for ourselves a little bit more in terms of how to approach deck building, that's really good. Um, yeah, I just agree. like a few archetype-specific ones, like the old days. Yeah, that'd be a very cool, like... Something that a lot of people wouldn't expect as well if they're like newer to the game. That'd be like mm. so out of left field that they did never see coming. That that seems like the best way to boost like decks that aren't quite good enough. And mm. it feels like oh, if only they had this card or a card like this, and the TCG could just print it. That's that, you're so basically just it. describing the OCG exclusive, but for mm. the TCG exclusive decks, like yeah. Spiral. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you the build a card contest. That was yeah. like feels ages ago, Ugh. but that was a the attempted TCG exclusive archetype thing. And uh -huh. they, yeah, it took forever, but just give us some. Oh, yeah, that was, was such a so disappointing as well. Yeah, mm. it was a great idea, terrible execution, like beyond zero execution. What what even won that? Exactly. Uh, exactly. Okay, so was it was it Was it terrible execution because Konami let the public have too much power? It and they voted for Insector. There were a few things. One, they did it in such a way that you could bot votes, which oh, someone yeah, did, and then bragged about, and then got caught. Um, <laughs> that was some of the best Yu-Gi-Oh drama. We've had yeah, no, that, was, that was very good drama. <laughs> it was bizarre. Um, for Valkyrie, yeah. of all things. I know! <laughs> <laughs> I'm su still surprised Life Swan didn't win it, personally, but... I didn't think Insector had that much of a fan base. Uh, it, was Weird, the, right? it was the one that got botted against. 
So I think people started pity voting for him <laughs> to really annoy the guy that botted Valkyries. Yeah, like rebelled. Yeah. Oh my god. Like if they if they did that with like actual good decks, that'd be very interesting. Like, like if they took like the top eight decks of the format and then people had to vote for a new card for that for those archetypes, that could be a, a well, well, imagine it's kind of similar of what BACG did when we have that structured deck ranking, when we asked for, mm-hmm. for what structured deck they wanted. Oh yeah, I'd, I'd much prefer a new structure because that, that opens up the door to three new cards, right? At least. Yeah. I was going to say, they're doing really well with structured decks recently. Like, even okay. though, even the bad ones like Crystal Beast have good mm-hmm. enough reprints to the point of where they're valid product to come out and someone, someone's wanting them for a, a competitive kind of reason. Mm-hmm. Um, they just need to find the balance. Like, it feels like they're nailing the balance a little now, um, compared to maybe over the last two years. I guess it's a lot of trial and error, right? Yeah, but it feels it's like they've got a good formula at the moment. Can you think of like that? Branded was a structure deck. That's crazy mm. to think about. Like, you got branded fusion in a structure deck, guaranteed. But you could say the same about Salaman, great. Like, oh, you yeah. got pretty much the whole thing. But speaking of past oh, formats, you're talking can... about good decks. Oh. <laughs> you can build pretty much a whole hat deck from the next structure deck, which is Trap Trick. Mm. Because oh, they've yeah, reprinted yeah. Artifact and Hand in that deck. What conspiracy? That makes sense <laughs> why Hat could be the next Time Wizard. I think they could just push it just to sell that product. I'm a big hat I had the theory that the Tango Plant would be the next Time Wizard because Billy Brake was like part of the team and yeah. he obviously won two ICS with it and then it happened. <laughs> I think anything with plants I'd love to I'd love to play. Tengu Plant. I, actually I, I think it was Dortmund had Tengu Plants as um mm-hmm. the main Edison uh, the main oh, Time yeah. Wizard for yeah, shit. Um, that, that format's actually a lot of fun as well. Yeah. It is. I, I haven't played a lot of it, but I know Herman plays a lot of it and he really enjoys it. And like there again there are a lot of viable decks in that format. Axie is in that format, which is less fun. <laughs> I think I think it's fine in twenty eleven though. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Until you activate Tengu and it's mandatory. <laughs> looking <laughs> looking back at like old formats when I first started playing and Maxi was at free, I can't believe I didn't play more of that card. Like even things like Effect Vapor and stuff like that, I can't believe I didn't well it wasn't more viable to play more of that oh, card at the time. It was weird, like the, I don't know. The format wasn't so obscene that yeah. you felt you had to play it. Yeah. It was I, I don't think you look at some of the top thirty twos from YCS's back then and think, yeah, Maxi fists every single deck here. Yeah. Also, but, I think the biggest change over the past like six years, I would say, is the tendency of players to favor combo decks because there used to be like a nice balance between like combo control now it's like just just combo <laughs> yeah who is comboing harder if, if, if your deck can do the most your deck is probably better yeah mm. even the control decks are combo decks now <laughs> yeah fluandries yeah. are comboing from normal summon to normal deck. summon yeah. to normal summon yeah yeah, yeah. yeah fluandries is literally normal summon drytron that's what it is yeah. Also, we got to talk about. Uh, uh, Betty mentioned in a podcast a few months ago that he was playing Pokemon, and now we've all been convinced. So, yeah. if you know Pokemon or want us to talk about Pokemon, just shout, I guess. I've we seen are. a lot of a lot of people that were playing Yu-Gi-Oh in Nottingham because I used to go to that locals have been playing the new Pokemon Scarlet Violet, and uh, I thought a lot of them would just be playing it casually, but they're all playing it like to practice VGC. Yeah, it's taken me by surprise. Like so many players have like gone to that. I guess it's kind of a Yu-Gi-Oh off season at the moment. Yeah, I think there's a uh, ten of us going to Liverpool for the regionals, and I think half of us, at the very least, have never been to a Pokemon locals. So it's going to be basically one of Pokemon locals recently, right? Yeah, yeah, he's the only one that's been like properly playing the game. Mm. Crazy. Yeah, and I think uh, I saw. I think Jonas Kushel, is that how you pronounce his name? I think he's going to Liverpool as well. And Vlad is going to Liverpool. So there's quite a few Yu-Gi-Oh players that are going to Liverpool. I think it is just the fact that the next YCS is in February. 
there isn't any other really events to prepare for. Yeah. Liverpool fell in a good time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Next week, right? Or some shit. Yeah, I think so. Sometime in December, sometime this month. That's only a North American thing, right? No, no, we can can play it. Yeah. yeah. What's stopping American address? Who do you think I am? (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to take birds to NA remote door? Yeah, bro. Honestly, playing, I considered it because I've got a lot of spare time at the moment to just play remote door. But one, I would need to get cards for it, and I don't want to do that. And two, playing Ishizu Tia Mirrors on Remote Duel sounds like absolute hell. Yeah. Yeah, imagine that, like that feature match, that famous screenshot of like Hani versus yeah. their, their fan grave. Imagine trying to keep track of that over a, a dodgy, laggy laptop with like a, a webcam, and then like things are going off screen, and it'd be impossible. And you can't play Time Thief Redoer because it's banned in Remote Duel. Is it? Oh, it is, isn't it? <laughs> so it's just there's just no That's reason. So funny. <laughs> funny. Oh, oh, I didn't even think of that. Wait, I can't play Jack in the Hand. No, you no. can't. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. No more level one birds. Oh, so Flawanderies is actually is actually hit for remote dog because they're not going to play Jack in the Hand. So like Tira, like that that the remote YCS format is actually different because you don't actually redo it. Like that's actually relevant. I mean, it's still gonna be like cancer, but it's gonna be different. Being a judge for that event sounds like the worst event you could possibly judge ever. I I like to think that it's someone's first time judging as well. It's gonna be that event, like first (laughs) time judging a tier one event or whatever. Is gonna be experienced judges wouldn't want to judge it. No. They, they they can foresee how awful it's going to be. Speaking There's going to be so many, like, he said, she said scenarios. And you're not allowed to record. <laughs> which would solve a lot. I, uh, I, uh, I uh, competed in, like, Cardfight Vanguard, basically a YCS, remote YCS for that during COVID. And they actively encourage you to record so that you I mean, could yeah. prove to judges. And um, another rule that's in place is if you remove your hand or any cards from camera's view, you get a warning. If you do it again, it's an instant game loss. That's supposed to be the rule in remote dueling, that if yeah. your hands leave the screen or your your the physical like cards leave the screen, but you can't prove it. How do you prove it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's unreal that like recording is not allowed. Like not not just like discouraged, but you are not allowed to do yeah. it. Um I think they know that if they re- if you recorded a Yu-Gi-Oh player, you there'd be so many investigation like that. Dortmund rolled over until half twelve in the morning. Yeah, like this remote YCS would. I mean, it would it would be daytime by if you're playing in Europe. And this remote YCS in America <laughs> by the time, you know, yeah, it would be so, awful. What's uh what what's crazy about the Cardfight Vanguard remote doors as well is that they run all of the um regions on the same day so japan and asia and that <laughs> and then you have some players playing 48 hours of card fight vanguard straight because the events are lined up to start and end one after the other oh, what a grind and there was i think there was one guy that won all three of them he won uh, <laughs> he won oceanics and then he went into europe and won it and then went into america and won it that's wild yeah. Gotta be the best card player in the world. I think yeah, he, he either tops them all or won them all or something like that, but I remember I looking mean, at it and being like, that is impressive. Region, so he has to be the best player. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Like, you can't argue against it. Mm. On, like, <laughs> in a row. And yeah. Not just, like, in, in a row from event to event, but in a row, <laughs> hour to hour. <laughs> You're playing Europe, and then you play Latin America, or America, and then you play Asia, and then you play Europe Day 2. Like, that... I know it's all it was all one day events, but they were just so long. They were like it sounds. Yeah, it was like fifteen rounds in a day or some shit like that. It was. It's like doing the KC Cup. Mm. Oh, grinding the the KC KC Cup. (laughs) (laughs) No, but doing that in a Yu-Gi-Oh would be, nah, it would be impossible. Mm. My brain would melt. (laughs) My brain melts just like halfway through day one of all ICS. My brain is like fried. You get you get so tired. Yeah. Dormant was long and it ended at half 12 and then there was no cabs after and I had to walk an hour to the Airbnb. It was a long day. 
for my first event to make a day two, it was awful. Yeah, I haven't started off with the YCSs. Oh, wait, there's no cabs. Guess I'll walk an hour. Yep, yeah. But uh, a funny thing that happened to Dortmund Dortmund was the first event to use Neuron for the pairing system. And um, there, was a, there was a few issues with it. Uh, one of them was uh, I sat down for my first round, and uh, everyone's, it's not names, it's usernames for whatever you put in Neuron. So a lot of my <laughs> opponents were just like a random string of numbers and letters. So I had to confirm it was them. So I'd show them my phone and I'd be like, oh, is this you? But on the tournament screen where it shows who you're playing against, it also shows a deck selected for event. And then it just shows like the deck that you selected. So for my first like two Amazing. rounds, I accidentally showed my opponent my deck. Um, <laughs> Not just the first round. <laughs> no. You didn't even pick up on it for the, by the second round. <laughs> and then um, obviously first event with Neuron ends at half 12 in the, on the Sunday morning, um, but Neuron was programmed to be two separate events, day one and day two. Yeah. So by the time that day one ended, none of us could report our matches for the last round <laughs> because it technically Saturday had, was over. So the day one so event funny. disappeared. So we had to queue up and manually enter them onto like an Excel document and then they had to go away and China had Excel to fa fix it or Japan had to fix it. Seeing someone say that you could click on your opponent's profile and see what like badges they'd won, and like yeah. there are different badges for like different decks that you've like top locals with. So he said that his opponent had the Flo and Dries badge, so he just knew that his opponent was on flu. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the best strategy was always you'd grind DB with like a blind second deck, and you would always pick rock. So then your opponent would go on your YG scope, check your replay, be like, ah, I picked rock. Ah, he wants to go second. I'm gonna pick paper, and then you pick scissors. And like, oh, the spreadsheets that went into LCSs were <laughs> unreal. Like that, that format was so fun. Like, ugh, the lead up to it, like, you had to, go, you had to get good at you had to get good at your deck, and then fake being good at a different deck. <laughs> <laughs> the the best bit was that uh, for some reason, well, because people complained, the UDS winners were had two round buys, even for the LCSs. So they were unofficial oh, Excel spreadsheet filling out bitch boys and yeah. <laughs> helped everyone with it. Oh, that was great. What a good time. The UDS might be Go the on. best thing you could have ever won as a Yu-Gi-Oh player, right? Yeah, it's complete For bullshit. Sure. Um, it's, yeah. it's I, so I, don't know, I, I don't know how they're going to get around it, but... I, 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 oh, just, just stop giving the two-round buys. I don't oh, think... No, they, they, they can't. If they, it's an agreement they made. It's literally you're winning. So unless they change, uh, <laughs> like it, either either they rebrand YCSs as something else, and they say, "Ah, oh, you only have two round buys for YCSs." Unlucky. Um, Didn't they get I, them at I, I North think... North American Nationals though as well? Yeah, I thought it was any events. It wasn't um, just YCSs. You you get a two round buy if you were in the World's Points Playoff on the Friday. Oh, okay. But I don't know if you get a buy for Continentals. Oh, okay. It's mad. Because, like, just skipping the first two rounds means you can genuinely change your mm. deck. Mm -hmm. Because you yeah, can sure. build to just beat better players. Yeah, you know you're against someone who's 2-0 at least. Yeah. yeah. They also get free entry to the events. Mm. They also get yeah. a VIP table. Uh, oh. Yeah, so they get a VIP table, they right. get free entry and still get entry packs. And then they also won the cloth mats, which are probably the most expensive, some of the most expensive mats Konami will ever produce. They get a championship belt. Which oh is yeah, the coolest prize you could ever it's win in Yu-Gi-Oh. Very cool. You know the. If I if I had a championship belt, I'd be wearing it to every event. I'd be walking yeah, in with it on my shoulder with like theme music. The original. <laughs> like, you would never see me without it. It's the, the original, original the original rules were that you had to bring the belt to every event to claim that you as like proof that you had won it. And so people started buying them. People started buying the belts when it was first announced. And I think that's why they stopped it. They just noted down the names. Because the belt was what held the two round buys, not like your name, I think. It's still stupid that only America got it as well. Like, no, there's like I... two European ones, I think. Or European oh, one. I I think I there's a European that has one. I mean, no, there there might be a European player who has one, but it was only in America. Oh, okay. But I've I've heard that there's 
supposed to be a UDS like champions playoff. Like all the previous winners uh, entered into one tournament. Um, I don't know what's actually happening with that or what the the circumstances of that is or like what the prize would be. But hopefully they just like anybody who enters it loses all their other credentials and then there's just one they, final um, UDS champion. Yeah. I think you they cancelled prize card and yeah, no no more buys. You're the rest of us plebs now. <laughs> well, you, you have to earn the UDS buys for the season. Like they do pre tournaments every year, and you get buys for the rest of the season based on that. That'd be, that'd be cool. Like, yeah. I um, yeah. I heard yeah. a story about. I was going to say it's not about UDS, but I heard a story similar about how um, some American players for American nationals or whatever you want to call it, um, are their equivalent of Euros. Uh, they'll kind of gamble, and on the Friday they'll enter as many last chance qualifiers as they can. And uh, for a last chance qualifier, if you already have your invite, entering the last chance qualifier burns your invite. Yeah. So all these good players would just go to the last chance qualifiers, enter them as a joke, and then have to earn their qualification back again just to stop other what? people entering. <laughs> what? That's crazy. That's psychopathic. Yeah. That's... It is psychopathic. <laughs> I'm not sure who, well, what players did it, but I've heard, I've heard quite a few of the. It, this was back in like um, quite a few years ago, though, like way before like toss format. Imagine having the balls. I couldn't. I was traveling to Euros, entering a last chance qualifier, even though you have your qualification, be like ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. I think this was like like peak Hoban times, kind of back mm. then. Because I what think Gabe, um, Gabe played a last chance qualifier to um, for SAWCQ or something. I yeah, think. but that's because he actually had to last chance. Yeah, actually he had, had to. to. <laughs> and I think he said that one of his opponents tried to drag a Sepelia and Ash Blossom in hand. I vaguely remember him telling it saying like some hand effect they tried to Sepelia it. So eventually, I, I think last chance. Like, you like even if you get like one real opponent that real opponent is probably going to win and then mm. you just have to pay another one eventually the good players are all going to get through and you're going to be playing against people who have nothing better to do i just like pictured they, they, like they turn up to, they turn up to the event just to play the last chance qualifier for fun and then go home i just had this picture in my head of like eight of the best north american players accidentally entering the same pod and then just knocking oh, each be, other out that'd be so funny it'd be very funny Right. Yeah. How long have we been talking? Uh, an hour and three minutes. Wow. Long yeah, long long yeah, you've listened to us for too long. Yeah. Hopefully, you get to listen to us next week. Yeah. What, what will we talk about then? Who knows? Maybe Pokemon. If people want a Pokemon podcast. Yeah. Or if you've got any other general questions yeah. or stuff you'd like to talk about or discuss, just comment. We could do a Cash Tira spreadsheet of all the. Infinite ways to lose to a single interaction. <laughs> <laughs> it's a um, book of eclipse, a hundred ways. I'm picturing, you know, the um, the spreadsheet of Salamangre where it just ends with Nibiru. Incredible. Yeah, this has been fun. It's been a good yeah. pod. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll have right. more content out because James has taught us how to actually record. <laughs> yeah. Edison Cup <laughs> soon. Edison Cup soon. <laughs> It has the to be soon because otherwise, otherwise my Adobe subscription is going to run out and then I have to pay for it again. Uh, true. <laughs> I've all the YouTube money's going. <laughs> all the YouTube money that we don't make because we don't make videos. No, I we, think, don't um, make videos. <laughs> we should have held the short of uh, the Frog FTK until shorts were actually monetized. That's what we should have done. And then yeah. I'm all... so sad because so I'm going to reveal now a podcast exclusive that <laughs> The idea for the next short, it would have involved Mystic Mind. However, that card is now banned, so I can't do it. It's not going to be as funny. She's, she's getting very good at holding things, so you know, she, okay. she can stand up now, so we're, get, oh, we're getting shit. somewhere. Ne the next one needs uh, to be her reacting to the ban list, really. So, uh, there's going to be so much stuff. Like, I have no idea. Like, 
I'm getting her to react to stuff. I can throw her in the air and she screams. So, you know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> when did, when's her first YCS? That's the real question. Oh, yes, yeah, true. First YCS, first win. She's going to win a YCS she's... before I do. Dragon Duel champion. The idea is for it to pay for you for Dragon uni, right? Pardon? The, the idea is for it to pay for uni, right? You just... Trainer, take us to the Dragon Jewel. She hasn't got time for uni. She hasn't <laughs> played Yu-Gi-Oh. Dual Academy, bro. Dual Academy. Yeah, exactly. The no. YCS is her uni. <laughs> I'm going to get on Metafy. Like, she's going to be taking lessons from Gabe. You laugh. I don't think any of us would have turned that down at all. <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. I'm expecting to see her at Nationals next year. Dragon Jewel. For sure, yeah. She's not sure. going to be able to read or write, but she was going to be able to execute. Yeah. <laughs> She doesn't. She doesn't need to read the opponent's cards if she just wins on the first turn, mm. right? Morphtronic yeah. FTK. Yeah. Oh, you're going first. I do not consent. Next game. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, see you all next week. Yeah. yeah. All right. Amazing. See you guys. Thanks, guys. See you in a bit. Bye.